What's up, everybody? Man, I've been gone for a while, dude. I have been gone for a while. Uh, I have nothing to say sorry about. I was gonna be like, oh, my bad. I have nothing to say sorry about, dude. Now, do I miss you guys? Duh. But I know, I know you guys are busy. You guys are busy, so it's not like, oh, it's just, I, this is actually better that I'm gone this long, because then like when you when you get a episode, you're like, oh shit, I've been I've been missing that. You know, I feel like a lot of these uh, podcasters and people that just put out content, like they get obsessed with this idea of a uh, of consistent content. Just put out content, put out content. And I, I'm not with that. I'm not with that at all. I think that's that's how you water down shit. You know, too much of one thing is never a good thing. And uh, we're not gonna fuck with that. That hey, that's an alternate take right there. That is an alternate take. Fuck the norm, dog. We're here to just bring shit whenever we can. And uh, and hopefully uh, make your guys' day a little bit better. That's the whole goal of the podcast. Not to sound like some fucking bitch-ass, mo- some Mark-ass motherfucker. Mark-ass. But that's what the goal is. Um, It's just to give you guys a little bit of a relief from uh, from all the madness. From all the evil that man do. So that's what we're here to do today. And um, yeah, man, let's get into it. So I've been gone, like I said, for about two weeks. A lot of a lot of shit's been going on. I decided to go back to school, dudes. Yeah, school is for fucking idiots. Okay, I I said that before, and I'll say it again. It is. But that being said, if you can afford it, which I'm rich, so there's not that's not a big deal. Through hard work and sweat, though, fellas. And, and females out there, it, I ain't rich by some, uh, cause I'm, cause of being some mark, cause of just fucking, you know, taking my parents' money. I earned that shit. I'm not even doing financial aid, homie. Just fucking straight, straight pay. But to be fair, I'm not going to no fucking Cal State or UC or any of those schools, cause they're like forty grand for a dumb degree, or sixty grand. I'm going to one of those online ones, and and I'll get my shit done, and like less than a less than a year i'll have a bachelor's by like like whatever next year and then something important i'm not gonna tell you what it is but don't be one of those dumb fucks who gets a degree in like communications or like something vague as fuck like that where it doesn't apply to anything hey man congrats you got a degree and you wasted your parents money you didn't unless it's free like if you're one of those cool dudes or chicks or babes who got like a scholarship and then you got a free education then like i guess your worthless degree doesn't really mean anything really it's not like it's it's not a positive or negative it's you have a degree i guess it's a positive but i mean at least you didn't pay for it you know that's the main thing but i'm going back for something very important that is actually applicable to the job market considering all that's going on so uh i'm fucking excited about that and i'll be able to use it internationally which is my goal dude i mentioned this before i am planning on moving i am planning on moving out this motherfucker dude and um, a lot of things go into it. Uh, I, I don't I don't want people to think I'm like giving up because I feel like that's the common uh common theme about people living in California, like all the celebs and and uh, comedians. It's it's not necessarily that I'm giving up, man. It really isn't. I I love this place. I love what it has to offer. It's fucking beautiful. Um, but man, like is is. If any, you know, that's how the pendulum works, dude. If something is extreme this way, it's going to be extreme this way. It's just how it is, man. Like, you can't live in the most beautiful place in the world with the most beautiful people in the world and then not have fucking mess. And that's what there is, dude. There's fucking mess everywhere. You know, there's, the people aren't, the community, the, the, that's my biggest thing, dude. I love community, dude. You know, you guys have heard it on this podcast and shit that I take like being, being genuine and authentic to yourself. So I, I, that's so serious to me, dude. I really do mean that. Like, I, I only want to hang out with people who know who they are. And like, how the fuck do you know that? You can't just be like, hey, man, do you know who you are? Otherwise, I'm not going to hang out with you. You can't just fucking, like, you just, you can tell. I think you, I think at some point in your life, you get better analyzing people. And you can tell when, uh, when people really just don't have a fucking clue. And, and their shit changes. Like, they're always changing all the time. They're, they're not really in tune. They don't have principles. They don't have uh, a framework. So they always attack other things, like maybe social issues or maybe because it's easier to focus on those than yourself. And on, I'm the opposite. I'd, I'd rather just, I'd rather fight my motherfucking demons like Eminem, dog. 
make them do jumping jacks. And um, that's that lifestyle. It, it's draining, but it's also, it, and it's all, but it's also not like I can say uh, congruent to California lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It, it's probably better if you have that lifestyle that you probably belong more in a smaller community with people that have that essence a little bit. Um, but that's just not the only reason why I'm moving. Community is cool, but it's not like, oh, I need to be, I don't give a fuck about that. Community, honestly, when it comes down to it, it's great, but the only community I need is my family. So I don't really give a fuck about that really, but it is a nice asset. You do want to know your neighbors. You do want to be friends with people, strangers. You don't want people going around yelling at your face for dumb shit. So, but, uh, there's a lot of reasons, financial reasons. There's a, you know, there's like I guess I guess you could say sociological political reasons you could say those two, um, but mostly it's mostly just like it's like a happiness factor, man. I think that's important, dude. I really do, and that that's what we're that's what we're here to talk about today, man. You know, I'm no motivational speaker. In fact, I don't like motivational speakers, um, and it's only because I'm I always think they're fucking cheapening me, and it's it's always it's bullshit too because I you know what. When you hear a motivational speaker, you feel like a woman in the sense that like a dude comes up to you at the bar and he's already pitching you your shit and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, I already don't believe you. I already don't believe you. Let's get down to brass tacks. What the fuck do you want? Trying to suck these titties or what? And you're like, yeah. Okay, then. Why don't you just say that? Which is honestly why I kind of, I kind of am that approach too, dude, about life. You know, the other day we're at a bar and I was with my buddy, John, and uh, we're around these, we're around these women and um, I'm telling the story because oh, you know what happened was, uh, she goes oh she she made a comment about uh, like my grammar and my the, the comedy thing and that like I I performed a sister's wedding. She's like, man, you're like you you probably really good at writing. I have a wedding coming up and I'm gonna do the the best uh it's the best woman's what's it called brides I don't know what the fuck it's called whoever's the best woman is whatever that shit is called the bridesmaid and she goes uh. You can be my ghostwriter. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Because I thought she meant writer as an R-I-D-E-R. Because I'm stupid. So I, I was thinking like that's like I, like the movie or like a, she wanted a bone or or like a roller coaster. So I looked at John. I'm like, what the fuck's a ghostwriter, dog? And then she starts laughing. And then her friend started laughing. She's like, oh, she means writer. Like you're going to write it for me and I'm going to and I'm gonna spill it. And I was like, oh, like some fucking, like you I'm going to write your speech like oh yeah yeah and I was like fuck and then we got into a conversation about amusement parks and then I was like man the last amusement park I bet you was eighth grade this tall bitch jacked me off on a log ride it was fucking great and like I didn't mean to say that like out loud but like I also did because like like I everything I say is for humor I'm not trying to offend anybody I'm just that's just how I talk and I was like I know that's how I would talk in front of my friends so like why would I change that in front of a woman and the only reason I don't change it dude is because what I just mentioned earlier. Don't be a fake ass motherfucker. Like, dude, that, that's a that's a big issue, like, with people is you sow something in the beginning and then later on you try to like ease your ease your, your craziness later on in. Like, let me sneak it in. Fuck that, dude. Show you're crazy right away. Because then you drop it later and you look like a dick. You look like you actually do look like an asshole now. But if you're just straight from the get-go, you might get you might offend people in the beginning. But then eventually they're gonna go, hey, dude. That's just who he is. Like, and then eventually they'll find humor in it. Like he's he's consistent. You can say that, you know. And then the whole point of something like that is you want them to look at your actions more than your words. Like I yeah, I I, I just called this chick a stranger a bitch. Cause one of the girls was like, Oh my god, the way you talk about women. I was like, I'm like, she was nice. I was like, Did you hear me attack her character at all? And she was like, She's like, No, but like you called her a bitch. I'm like, She's a nice bitch. And then everyone started laughing. I was obviously she's not a bitch. That's clearly obvious, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm do it's all just for fun. And then even she laughed. And then later on, my friend made a joke and he was nice all day, and then he made a joke and then she she got mad at that joke. And I was like, "See, dude, I told you. It's because you try to be nice and you try to do it. If you why hide who you are? They're, we're too old now. I'm 27. I don't have time to to do that shit. You know, if if people like me, great. If they don't, they don't, but um to hide it is is to hide your shit is just ridiculous. It's just a, it's just a fucking cheap style of getting friends that aren't really your friends. Like you learn this shit like in fucking sixteen. How can you not apply it now when you're almost thirty? So um, yeah, man. I thought that was really uh, I thought that was interesting, but 
that's another reason why I kind of want to get out of this place a little bit. It's not that I don't love it, but yeah, man, there's, I feel like I can, uh, explore that a little bit more, you know, that's a, that's what I'm trying to here to do. That's what I'm trying to get you guys here to do, man, is dig into yourself. Like I was going about that motivational speaker shit. I only like the ones that I know are real as fuck. Like they actually have some real shit. Those ones are intense, man. What's that? Uh, there's this motivational speaker guy on YouTube that really fucking got my dick hard when I was like, when I was down in the dumps. I'm talking like I was like 20, like 23, man. That's when that depression was in, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like, uh, you know, it, it's not victim depression. You know how people like actually have that shit? That, that's not what that was. That was like a uh, self-induced. Like I was just a lazy piece of shit. I wasn't doing anything. So like... And then eating like shit. So yeah, of course, your your chemicals in your body are fucked up. Then your brain's gonna get fucked up. Then yeah, of course, you're just fucking sad. It is what it is. So what, I never even then, I never felt like, oh my, I'm depressed. I never felt that. I was like, I was just looking for something to get me going. I was like, fuck, man. And it was hard. It was hard to find something to get me going. To like stay disciplined for a long period of time. And then I found that shit. And uh, that dude, uh, Eric Thomas on YouTube, that motherfucker is intense, dude. Eric Thomas is the fucking shit. And uh, he tells his life story, and then that's when you know, okay, that shit's real. Like, remember when we had, um, I forgot what episode it was, uh, somewhere in the 40s, we had uh, Delwin Lamkin on the podcast. Dude, his, and go back and listen to that one if you haven't. It's fucking amazing. I go back and listen to it all the time now. It's fantastic, man, because that, that guy's story is intense, dude. So a motivational speaker like that is, that shit's real. That shit hits you, man. That shit makes you emotional, because fuck man like if it's inspiring that's the whole point of it like that's the whole point of why you can't judge like a motivation some are full of shit some are just trying to make money but some are legitimately like fucking heroes so think about it like they went through something extremely traumatic and they used it to their benefit and they used it to grow mentally and now they're so mentally tough and so but doesn't mean that just because you're mentally tough doesn't mean you're not equally compassionate so they use that compassion to try to make sure that other people learn the same lessons. That's amazing. I feel like if I would learn these lessons, I probably wouldn't. I don't know how much. I mean, actually, no. I would I would share them. I mean, I do it on the podcast, but I do it for comedic value mostly. But I think that's amazing when people do that shit, man. Straight the fuck up. And uh, that's kind of what we're here to do today, man. I ain't no motivational speaker. I ain't here to do any of that shit. And I ain't here to talk about what's going on in the world because we all know what's going on. And, uh, it, 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 it's, dude, it's, it's overwhelming for everybody. Like everyone's on edge, dude. Everyone's on fucking edge. And it's weird. I, I know families are blowing up because of this shit, dude. Even my family, dude. Like I, like, uh, I felt like I can be free and talk and talk to them about anything. And all this shit came on. I'm like, oh shit, I can't. Like some of them are fucking sensitive about this shit too. You know, like as if, as if like we're having this conversation and other people can hear it like hey man be quiet don't talk about that and you're like the fuck you talking about there's only us here so that's a thing too and i know that's an issue with every family it's not like you know unique to mine so i'm not here to talk about any of those things man because those things are everyone knows how they feel about them and it is what it is man i'm here to talk about just fucking getting yourself better dude that's all i give a fuck about straight up dude that's alternate take right there baby that's what that is man because we don't have time Dude, like, I don't think people realize this, dude. You're going to die. Okay? I don't know if everyone ever told you. I don't know if people keep lying to you. But you're going to fucking die. It's just a matter of how and when. That's it. And you can be a bitter fucking idiot fucker your whole life and not just fucking truly appreciate what life is. Or you can just have some balls and dive into yourself. Okay? Straight up. Women can have balls too. Get women because they're called lady balls. Get get some fucking balls and dive into your own shit. Because honestly, man, that is the only way you get shit in this life, dude. Straight up, dude. But you gotta be willing to do it. That's the only problem. Like when I said earlier, when people don't know who they are, it's because wanting to know takes fucking work, dude. And it sucks, man. Because you gotta fucking like, oh, dude, I suck at this. Oh, I've been lazy at this. Oh man, I've been fake at this. Oh man, I. You realize all your weaknesses, and then knowing that can really fuck you up. Now it's and then, but it's great because you learn it, and then the whole goal is to address them and not fix them. Fuck and not have this mentality of a 
the mentality we have, I guess, nowadays is where you want quick results. It's not going to happen. And believe me, you don't want quick results. It's not how you appreciate shit. You want it to be long. The long results is what makes fucking life dope, dude. Like, I'm, I'm a fucking good at guitar. Here, you know what? I'm Jimi Hendrix, okay? There I said it. I'm fucking talented, okay? I'm a beast. I'm not Jimi Hendrix. But I am really fucking good. You know why? Because I've been playing for 20 years now. I've been playing since I was seven. And that's what makes me appreciate it so much. It really does. Like, if you compare my love for music compared to people that are around me consistently, it's not even close. It really isn't because I've dove in deep since I was a ch- since I was a child. I have friends that play guitar recently, um, but they're not they're not into it the same way. It's there's such an art to it, and I'm so glad that I love it that much because how much fucking time I took into that shit. Same thing with anything, man. It really is the same way with anything. You know, if if you uh, if you're a woman going to nursing school, that shit sucks dick, dude. Like learning about biology and how to fix, that's fucking terrible. You get no sleep, you're stressing over it. But how good does it feel when you actually get to, when you finally get hired at this fucking hospital you go to, you get your shift, and then you're already helping someone on day one. On day one, you're already helping somebody. All those four years, five, six years of eating shit is worth it. So that's my whole goal of trying to get people to do now, man, is uh, I ain't here to be no motherfucking uh, lose yourself Eminem, but dude, I want people to feel good when they hear this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I don't want people to feel like, oh man, like here's another thing about talking about another social issue. Or uh, here's another guy with a hot take about this. No, this that's that I'm not here to give hot takes. I'm here to give alternate takes. There's a fucking difference, dude. Hot takes are here just to piss people off and to be outrageous for no reason. Alternate takes because there's some actual thought in the motherfucker. And it might not be the full truth. It might not be even the best advice, but it's but it's fucking something that's useful. And I believe that. So that's what we're here to do, man. Straight up, man. And uh, I don't know what your little what your goals are in life. But, dude, straight up, you got to attack that motherfucker, man. You have to, man. It Because life's going to knock you on your dick. It just is, dude. I sound like Rocky Balboa right now, dude. You guys remember that fucking speech, dude? Oh, that shit gets me hard. What's that one? Is it? Oh, that's from the Rocky Balboa. Uh, I'm going to look it up now. Oh, this this is so good. This going on is gonna be worse than ever. It don't have to be. There we go. It hasn't been easy. This is beautiful. People see me, but they think of you. Now with all this going on, this is gonna be worse than ever. It Cry, don't baby. Have to be. No, sure it does. No, it does. You got a lot going on, kid. Oh, well, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself, and this happens. You see, that's, this is what I'm talking about, dude. I'm going to pause this because we're going to evaluate this speech now. This wasn't even planned, by the way. I was just talking about it, and I realized I sound like like Rocky. So I was like, okay, fuck it. But that mentality already, you're already losing. You're already losing. You're already blaming the world, but why you're not successful. And people do this all the time. Now, here's the thing. People do this all the fucking time, but it's mostly in their head. So, so they think that because it's not verbal, because I've never actually expressed this verbally, that I've never done it. No, no, no. If you think it, then you're doing it. Because there's, there's, there's some of those pussies that are like, well, technically I never said that, so fuck off. You believe it, and you know you do, and then now you're lying to me about why, it's not like you're lying to me, you're lying to yourself about what you actually believe. So, I'm with the show. Now, I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this, okay? This is only going to end up bad for you, and it's going to end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. It's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Jesus. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that, that people are making you out to be a joke and that I'm going to be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? You see, that's another thing, dude. That's another thing. You're not supposed to give a fuck what anyone else thinks about your fucking crazy goals, dude. You're really not supposed to. And if here's the thing, though. You're gonna. In the beginning, you're gonna. Whatever the fuck you're going to try, you're going to give a fuck. Because here's the thing. When you're a kid, your parents force you to do uh, sports, for example, yeah? And through that, through that sport, you develop skill, you develop confidence, you develop a lot of things. And the only reason you got them is because you were forced, essentially. You're a kid, you don't make your own decisions. And then you get older, and then 
parents and society expects you to use that same lesson you learned in that sport, those skills, those confidence, and apply it to something else now. Except for you only did it the first time because you were forced. So now you're in that mindset to where someone has to force me to do things. And then not only that, you're not only are you used to that mindset of someone enforcing you, you get instant, immediate, uh, positive reinforcements. So you're trained already from a young age to be forced to do something to gain skill instead of actually trying to do it out of human curiosity and because of personal growth. And then you're also trained that when you just even start your first step, you're already getting clapped for. You're already getting told good job. And then they tell, and then you get 18 and they're like, hey man, now no one's going to force you and no one's going to fucking tell you good job. Get over it. And it's not, it's new. It's new to everybody. Everyone's dealt with that. It's new to everybody. So it's, it's already put into your mind that when you start something new or uh, outrageous or you're just following some sort of like passion that you have, that you're already looking for someone to even give you motivation and someone to give you also positive reinforcements. That's not fucking real, dog. It's just fucking not. And for you to think that you're going to get that your whole life is bullshit. You only got it because you're a kid. And kids are stupid. You need to fucking give them that stuff. You know what I mean? And then when you start it, and then guess what? It's the opposite, actually. When you start your shit when you're an adult, you only get people talking shit. You rarely get people telling you good things. And that the only time they're going to tell you good things, to be honest with you, is because they're happy with their lives. That's real shit. Like, if you can't give someone a compliment or feel good about somebody else unless you're happy with your own life. I, I, I believe that shit. I believe that. It can be your... It can be your mom, your dad, your brother, your best friend, uh, your sister. It doesn't matter. If if you're doing good in life and then they tell you, man, I'm just, I just did this. I'm going back to school. You're like, hell yeah, man. You're legitimately happy for them. That's because you're happy with yourself though. Otherwise, if you're not, they're going to tell you that same news and then you're going to internalize it and be like, fuck. Man, they're going to school. I'm not going to school. Fuck, man. What's my family going to think about me? What, and that's what this motherfucker's doing right here. That's what this motherfucker's doing in this video. I bring all this up because that's exactly what he's doing in this video. I'm with the fucking show. We ain't gonna believe this. But you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up to say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Wow. That's, dude, see, that's, and you know what's crazy, man, is... This speech will fucking get your dick hard and make you emotional too because it's this this has happened to everybody. This has happened to everybody. That's a, that's another thing I, I don't like when people well it's not that I don't like that's that's the fucking that's what's wrong about playing victim dude is because you think it's only happening to you. Yes, your life's important, but you're not the only motherfucker that has gone through this shit. And that should be a good thing. Cuz that all that means is if someone conquered this, I mean, so so can I. That's what that fucking means. But that path has happened to everybody. Where you grew up good, you grew up this, and then eventually you lost your way. You you at some point you became low enough for you. I don't know whether that maybe you, maybe that maybe that means you became a sheep. You started following crowds. You lost your wolf mentality, or uh, it can mean a lot of things. You just started letting yourself down. Maybe maybe you still weren't following people. Maybe you still maybe you're still alpha. Not beta. Maybe you're still an alpha, like the way all my listeners are alternate take alphas. But but uh, you stopped treating yourself like an alpha. You know what I mean? You, you weren't following your own expectations. Going back to what we said earlier. Fuck, dude. This video is deep, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Fuck yeah. 
Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits. Dude. Oh, I'm juiced up, man. I got goosebumps right now talking to you motherfuckers. For real, I do, man. Here's the thing. I know this episode's different, guys. Fuck. <laughs> I know it's fucking different. But, you know, the whole point of a podcast, man, it's just, it's just you, you, never, you never stop evolving, dude. You talk about whatever. This podcast has never changed, now that I think about it. It's always been like this. We've never not talked about what the fuck I wanted to talk about. That's the consistent part of this. If I felt like talking about uh, Cholo's driving with fucking Dodgers license plates and I wanted to rip them, then yeah, talked about that. If I felt like talking about fucking, uh, you know, my family and their how fucking insane they are and how much I love them, then I'll talk about that. If I want to talk about fucking sports, I'll talk about anything. And then if I want to have guests on, so this has never changed. This is just what I want to fucking talk about today. But man, that last part was fucking intense, dude. Holy shit, man. That shit really does get my dick hard. For real, man. Because it's fucking true, dude. When he goes, cowards don't do that. Like, that's what you're doing. And that's what you see in society now. Um, Not across the board. Like I said, guys, this is not apply to everybody. I think a big mission of uh, the media is to make you feel like you are in the minority. Maybe that's not like their direct one, but it's probably like an indirect mission. And it's not true, man. It's not true. You know, even if you are, who gives a fuck? This, it's, you listen to words like this, dude? Fuck, you can do whatever the fuck you want, man. Back to the show. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son. You're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't going to have a life. Fuck, man. Don't forget to visit your mother. Oh, I love the way he ended, too. Visit your fucking mom, you prick. <laughs> Don't call him a prick, you know? Wow. That's amazing, man. That's so true. You know, it's crazy, man. As I, I remember, uh, whoa, that's crazy. That is a special speech, dude. This wasn't planned either. I don't want you guys to be, oh, like he was going to talk about the Rocky video. I really wasn't, man. Honestly, I wasn't even going to do a podcast today. But I was like, man, I haven't been on the mic in a while, dude. And um, I was like, I'm going to just come back. I had some coffee this morning. I started feeling good. I was like, fuck, I'm going to go on the mic and just start talking and see what happens. The rest of my day will figure itself out. But Man, and neither was the video. It just kind of came up while I was talking. But man, dude, I remember having those conversations with my pop. Because that was, uh, like I said, during those down years, it was basically me and him. Because Which was special, dude. I swear, I swear to God, that's a special experience. To have, if you can have your dad as your best friend for a brief moment of time, like legitimately your best friend, dude, that's a special experience. During the time, because dude, you like, during that time, like you needed, I needed him. Big time. Now I'm old. Now I'm like, you're annoying. Stop asking me if I did my laundry. I'm fucking 30. But um, at that <laughs> at that time, I fucking needed him, dude. I was like 22, 21. I would say 21 to 24. We hung out like every, like all the time. Just me and him because my sister had already moved. She wasn't living at home. And my brother, same thing, I already had moved. So it was only us for like uh. And my, yeah, my parents were separated already. So it was, yeah, it was only us for like, yeah, for like three years. And it could be a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a third, it doesn't matter what fucking day. I pop open that bottle of Jack and Diet Coke, no big, because where we're going, don't need roads. And we would just start talking, man. And then the music would come up and man, the stories would keep coming and the stories are endless, man. And we talk, I swear to God, we talked for like four hours, five hours. And then we'd even both have work the next day. And it's like three in the morning where, all right, it's time to call it, you know? But uh, I remember one time he shoved up my fucking ass that way, dude. Straight up, not physically, because that's, that's child abuse. I'm talking mentally. He had a speech like that with me one time, you know? Where uh, he basically told me like to not, not I, I wasn't like blaming 
anybody but myself. But he was like, all right, you've already done that. You've already blamed yourself. Now what the fuck are you going to do about it? You're, you've already taken step one by blaming only you. You aren't blaming society, so that's good. But like, what are you going to do now? Because you can't just keep blaming yourself forever. You, what kind of fucking, you get some sort of a, you don't get an award for blaming yourself. That's a good step, but you don't, that's it. You don't stop there. Now you fucking start doing shit. That's what losers do, you know? And that's the thing. You need your parents to, to honestly, to give you some sort of like, to give you extreme confidence to where it, border, to where it borders on arrogance, honestly. Like, you want to believe, your parents need to make you believe that you're better than people, but not because of some natural reason. They want you to believe that you could be better. You know what I mean? In the best ways, not in the worst ways. You know what I'm saying? You need parents to tell you that. I remember my grandma, my grandma used to call us handsome. That's how she said handsome, because she was very Spanish. And she said handsome with an X and an S. Handsome. And she used to give us speeches before we went to school. Like, mira, look, you're, you're more handsome than everybody that fuck. They don't, if girls don't like you, she's a bitch. She would tell me straight up. And I believed that shit, dude. I still believe that motherfucker. I'm a good-looking boy, but you need a parent. You need parents like that to give you, or you need role models when you're older to give you that confidence, dude. You really do. I swear to God, like, and uh, relating it to to people now, I, I feel if if I see an adult without that confidence, I to me, I I immediately believe that. I believe that it stems from his childhood or her childhood, and they never got it. You know, like I said, it's a very thin gray line between confidence and arrogance, because. Because if you're arrogant, that's different. Like now you know that you're so insecure and that you're not confident at all. There's a difference. But if you're confident, if you have confidence, then you're like, oh man, like that's someone who knows who they are. That's someone who knows what, who always goes into every conversation, knows what the fuck they're talking about. And if they don't, they know, still know how to manage it and make it funny or bring their personality out. And then they're just like people, they're people that everyone else wants to be around for whatever reason. But man, they fought those demons, dog. You know what I mean? They already, they already made those motherfuckers do jumping jacks. They already did it. And man, dude, that speech is that speech is powerful. But I, when I remember when I when I got that from my dad, I was like, damn, dude, because I needed it too. And the thing you don't want to hear it. You don't want to be like, yeah, tell me everything that's wrong with me. You're like, fuck, dude, that's the last thing you want to fucking hear. It just sucks. It's fucking annoying too. You know, because especially you already do. Uh, they're called uh, what? What about isms? You know, what about isms? When like someone tells you something wrong about you, and then you have to go, well, what about this about you? And like. It's just fucking, you know, it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's so bitch when you do that. You really are such a bitch when you do that. If you're doing that on anything, then all you're doing is avoiding the issue on any topic. It doesn't matter what it's about. You're avoiding the issue and you sound like a fucking pussy. That's all, straight up. That's what you sound like. And, uh, man, that's just fucking, it's crazy to me that people have that shit. Wow. Rocky Balboa speech. That shit's intense, man. I miss that about movies too, man. Fuck, movies are special. That's I, I had this conversation with my, with my roommate the other day. I was like, you know, because he, he hates that I don't like uh, fucking uh, superhero movies. And it's not that I don't like them. I think they're good movies. But to me, once, once Hollywood started making only superhero movies and spinning them out like fucking three a year, I, I, to me, I was like, okay, the lack of creativity is gone in Hollywood, basically, because you ran out of ideas. You have to just start doing superhero movies. Because you ran out of ideas. Let's just be real. There's nothing else that you want to make. And you know this is going to make you money because there's not only adults who grew up fucking reading the comics who are going to go. They're going to take their kids because it's also an easy way to get their kids out of the house. And for the kids to shut the fuck up for two hours. So it's just a money maker regardless. Which, that should not be the reason you make a movie. That should be one of the great benefits. Like, fuck yeah, this movie can make us money. But it should be because we're going to make a hell of a movie. Like again, I don't say I'm not saying they're bad, but that's what that's what it meant to me when Hollywood started making all these fucking movies. It was super. I'm like, all right, Hollywood's dead. A lack of creativity is fucking gone, dude. You know, it really is. Like if if it's not fucking uh, if it's not Christopher Nolan with Hans Zimmer making like Inceptions or Interstellar's, or it's not fucking uh, uh, what's that dude that makes all the all the fucking movies? Am I high? Who the fuck makes all the movies? What's that dude's name? made Django and all obviously you guys I sound like a dick but you guys know who I'm talking about uh Pulp Fiction all those movies it's not someone like that. Quentin Tarantino it's not Tarantino making all these movies if it's like, just your 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 go-tos it's not Michael Bay movies then you know it's gonna be a shit movie 
because no one has the balls to take risks anymore, especially now with uh, everything that's going on. That's why I always thought about that shit. Man. You know, no one's making Jurassic... I mean, you know, there are Jurassic Parks, but that's, that's another thing. That's when they started making remakes of Jurassic Park. I was like, you motherfuckers, dude. You guys ran out of ideas. You're just trying to fucking... You know I'm going to watch it because, you know, I'm a fanboy. I have no choice. I got to watch that shit now. I got to watch. But I'm not going to be happy about it because you're ruining the fucking essence of the first one, dude. I remember when I went to a... We, I used to always go to Mexico with my grandparents because they have a house over there. We go at least like four times a year. And we go on for like a week. Two weeks, whatever. I go with my parents. Uh, I go with just my my brother and my sister and then my two grandparents. It's great, man. We had motorcycles. They lived on this little house in the prairie type fucking community where every house is like 500 yards from each other, but like everyone knows each other. It's coyotes. It's fucking... There's, uh, there's bulls. There's horses. It's, it's fucking crazy, man. It, it is like a little house in the prairie. But there's this... We used to ride our... We used to go on a picnic when we were kids. So we used to go like a little lunch spot where we used to ride our motorcycles and we used to go all the way to fucking like, it was like two miles away from the house, which felt like much longer back in the day. And we used to go to this one pl- place, we used to call it Jurassic Park. Because it literally looks like the exact scene from the first Jurassic Park when, uh, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this one. Here we go. Now imagine, dude. Imagine little fucking Danny, dude, riding his fucking, uh, his little ATV, right? And about my grandma. My grandpa, dude, I'm feeling, I got my sandwich in my backpack, dude. I'm like, life fucking is dope, dude. I'm in Mexico right now. You know, later on, I'm going to go to a liquor store and I'm going to go fucking a ghetto-ass liquor store. They don't even know English. I'm going to fucking go buy beers because I'm 11 and 12. They're going to sell it to me regardless. I'm driving through the hills, man. There's a coyote right there, a snake right there, eating a, eating a rabbit. Tremendous, beautiful fucking nature. And then you pull up and we see the trees. And I swear to God, dude, you could see the big, tall fucking dinosaurs. You know the uh, the vegan dinosaurs? The ones that don't attack humans? It's like you can... That's like the scene I'm talking about. You know when they first get there? And they're with the old guy. And you hear this in your head, dude. I remember hearing this in my head. And then I remember because I was young enough to work. That's when MP3 players were out. And I couldn't afford the iPod. You know? Is Dreamcast or, or GameCube? Which one? I'm like, I got Gamecast, motherfucker. I can't afford it. That's that's what this was. I had the MP3 player, the get-ass one. And I downloaded this on my fucking MP3 player. And I put it in my ears, and I was listening to this as we pulled up. Swear to God, dude. And it was beautiful. I was letting life rip, dude. Ah, And I still think about it today. I watched Jurassic Park the other day, the first Jurassic Park, and they had this scene, the show, and I thought about that moment. And I was like, dude, that is amazing, man. I was like 11. Still have that memory. And this song today still gets my dick hard. Look at it. I swear to God, put this on at the gym, or when you're stretching, or when you're fucking, who cares? Put it on whenever. It's fantastic music. But man, I don't know how the fuck I got into Jurassic Park right now, dude. I really don't. But uh, dude, that's that's what life's about, dude. You got to remember small shit like that. You know? That's another thing, man. That's another, I'm, I'm going to leave, you know, which will make me sad, dude. It'll make me sad. I know it'll make me grow, which is why I want to do it. But it is going to make me sad a little bit, dude, because when people start having kids and stuff, dude, like I, I know, dude, especially as a, as a Latino motherfucker, I, our families are a big part of our, our upbringing. You know, you have those crazy uncles who tell you all these fucking stories. Yeah, I have like, ah, uh, fucking cousins galore. You have, you know, you have your really close uncles and aunts and you have your, and then you have ones that you still see once a year, but you love them regardless. And uh, if, they're, if they're not around, and I, 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 as I get older, I realize how self selfless they really were. It's crazy. It takes time to want to hang out with a kid. Because you probably don't fucking want to. What the fuck does a kid have to offer you intellectually or just in general? You're just like, I don't want to hang out with fucking kids. That's the reason why I don't go to Disneyland. It sucks balls. So that's why the last time I went there is when I got H.J. Because I was a kid. She's a nice bitch. And then um, now I get older and I realize, man, dude, like, it's not for you, motherfucker. It's not for you. It's for the kid. You have to take time out of your stupid fucking day, which you're probably going to do nothing with anyways and just sit and watch Netflix, to go get your ass out and go pick that kid up and make him do something. Make him work. Make him do whatever. He's going to say thank you later. It doesn't matter what the fuck you do. But like for me, I remember that shit. I remember, I remember going to Mexico and just, hey, we're going to go to Jurassic Park. And I'm like, all right. I was fucking pumped. Turned my shit on and I had to learn how to check the oil on it. I had to learn how to make sure wash it and clean it. 
all those things. Make sure. And when it came back, we did the same thing. Like, dude, make sure I, I made. I, all right, like me and my brother and sister, we would get together. Like, all right, I'm gonna make the fucking sandwiches. So you, like, you can't cook for shit. So you just store the juices in the lunch pail, which I probably was just a ruse. She probably knew how to cook, but she was just playing us. Tommy, you, you're gonna map out. You get the map. You're gonna map out the way we go. You know, we all had a job, and I think that's fucking cool. If you have grandparents that make you do that, or just older brothers and cousins, and so, I think that's important. So that's only thing that makes me sad about leaving. Is I'm gonna leave, but you know, I'm gonna come back. I'll come back. Cause gangsters always make a comeback, baby. Just like today, honestly. I didn't plan on talking about any of this shit. But it is what it is, man. Oh man. You gotta be gangster, dude. That's another thing, man. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be motivated, but you also gotta be gangster. And you gotta be gangster with yourself. With nobody else. You gotta remain true to your own motherfucking principles. Like some gangster ass motherfucker. This is my favorite. You wanna know my most favorite gangster moment of all time? This is it. Check this out. My most favorite gangster moment of all time. This is beautiful. In July 1982, Dodgers pitcher Tom Needenfield was fined $500 for beating Joe LaFabla of the San Diego Padres. The next day, Joe LaFabla's teammate was quoted in the papers as saying the following. The guy they should have fined was the guy who ordered Needenfield to throw at Joe. Talking about Tommy Lasorda. That's what he's doing. That fat little Italian in quotes. Reporters asked Tommy Lasorda, about Barbara's comment the next day. And this is what he had to say. Tell you what I think about it. I think that is very, very bad for that man to make an accusation like that. That is terrible. I have never, ever, since I've managed, ever told a pitcher to throw at anybody, nor will I ever. And if I ever did, I certainly wouldn't make him throw... At a fucking 130 hitter <laughs> like Lafay or fucking Bavacqua who could hit water if he fell out of a fucking boat. <laughs> and I guarantee fucking to you this when I pitched and I was going to pitch against a fucking team that had guys on it like Bavacqua, <laughs> I sent a fucking limousine to get the cocksucker to make sure he was in the motherfucking lineup <laughs> because I kicked that cocksucker's ass any fucking day in a week. <laughs> fucking motherfucking big mouth, I'll tell you that. Oh, that's beautiful, man. That, see? That's beautiful. That's remaining That's remaining true to your core. You're like, I wouldn't. But if I did, you think I'd give a fuck about that guy? Huh? Oh, man. It's so funny, man. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. That's fucking amazing. Hold on. There's another video I wanted to talk about that just made me die laughing because I... Fucking hold on. Uh, wrong set on turf. I can't even find it, dude. Oh my god. This is fucking great, man. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, <laughs> Tommy Lasorda. Wow, dude, that's fucking dope. I fucking love it. But it's true, man. Hey, you got to be gangster. Okay, in the best way. You know, not like riot and looting like the people are doing now. I'm talking like gangster when you're yourself. You know. And that this is this is a perfect example of that. What set are you repping? Sorry? What set are you repping? I'm not repping any set. Well, you're wearing a bandana, so I would assume that you'd be repping a set. Oh, no. Just well, like bandanas. Next time you wear that shit on my turf, you better come with something. Because <laughs> you don't know shit about the street life. <laughs> now get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> are you serious? I'm dead serious. This is a little unreal. What have I done to bother you? You're ripping a set on my turf. You're ripping a set on my turf, dude. Dude, I'm just wearing a bandana. Yeah, well, it's the wrong color. Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Oh, man. Oh, it's fucking funny. I, I, I don't even know what we even talked about, to be honest with you guys, now that I think about it. But I needed this. I'll be honest. I needed this podcast um, as much as I like, as much as this was about getting into your own shit, following your own uh, little passions. And it, it, as much as it seems like I'm giving you advice, it's, it's like I'm reiterating the advice I tell myself every day. So it's good. For, this is more like therapeutic for me than it probably is for you guys. In fact, you're probably telling why I listen to this fucking idiot about life. It's probably what you're thinking. But 
I need this shit too, dude. I really do, man. This is like my getaway time. It's crazy. And it's like I said, that is one thing I can I can honestly recommend for everyone to do. If there's one thing I can say going going away from, you know, parting at parting words is that, dude. Get into yourself. Don't be afraid to cuz it's going to fucking suck, man. It's going to be lonely. Um you're going to go down some dark roads. But where we're going don't need roads. So it doesn't matter. We're going to go down some dark shit. You're going to find out some bad things about yourself and then some really good things. And you're going to be lonely, but it's going to create some sort of enlightenment. You know, there's two types of people. There's the people that can confidently go to a fucking steakhouse by themselves and eat some fucking steak and whiskey and enjoy the music and have a good time. And there's the other people who look at that person and goes, what a weirdo. And guess what? There's only one person who's right in that situation. There's only one person who's wrong. Straight up. And the part, number two, the second person, is because they wish they had that level of not just confidence, but peace. You're at peace with yourself, man. You really are. But you can only get through some shit to get to the peace part, man. It is what it is, man. First step in alignment is being willing to take a step into deep, dark, nasty shit. And it is what it is, man. It is what it fucking is. Anyways, uh, that's today's episode, man. I don't want to come here and fucking talk to you like I'm your grandpa or anything, but uh, I give a fuck about my listeners, man. I really do. Sorry we haven't had any guests on lately. It's been tough with the COVID thing, dude. It's been getting tougher and tougher. Like, uh, I don't know, man. People are just, they're nervous about it. They see me out doing shit all the time around people, and then they're like, dude, you probably have it. I have kids, blah, blah. It's it's a whole thing, and I don't blame them for it. It's no big deal. I get it, Um, but I can't stop living this gangster life. It is what it is, you know? I'll always be Tupac, and, and I, I can't take that away. So uh, that's okay. I, I don't mind doing these. This is my favorite. I love doing uh, solo delos. Like I said, this is more of like a journal for me. It's amazing. Um, a few more things to note. Uh, oh, dude, I just had my dad's bachelor party. That was dope. We were going to get him midget strippers, but uh, I thought he would punch him in the face. My dad's not a stripper guy. He's very classy. So uh, we didn't do it. But everyone who showed up, dude, that was a special time. Thanks for going. That was amazing, man. Fuck, that was good. And then his motherfucker gets married in a couple weeks. So I'm very excited for that. And uh, that's it, man. Uh, I'm not going to bring you ads. Nothing, No ads today. None of that shit. This is just a comeback episode. Hopefully you guys feel good about this. Um, use the lessons, man. Use the Rocky Balboa lessons, dude. Straight up. Focus on your own shit, man. Turn off. Dude, delete your Instagrams. Straight up. Turn off, turn off all the news on your phones. Tur- tur- turn off even the sports apps. All they do is talk about fucking society and politics anyways. Delete all your shit. I did. I don't have shit. I don't have no Instagram on my fucking phone. Or at least I have no notifications. I don't follow anybody. Because I need the Instagram for the podcast. But um, there's zero followers. I follow zero fucking people. And there's no notifications. So I can't get updates on my shit. ESPN's deleted. The Bleacher Report app. All these things are deleted. We don't need them. We don't need that shit, dude. Turn off your news apps. We don't need you bugging with your shit, dude. Get into your own shit. It's the only thing you need to fix. If you can fix yourself, then you can... Maybe you have a chance of fixing society. Straight up. But, uh... Turn that off, man, and just enjoy yourself, dude. Dig into your shit. Read a fucking book. Work out. Jack off. Go take a shot with the 10. You know, that applies to women, too. You know, there's a dude out there you think he's out of your league. No, he's not. You know, that, you know what I mean? That's another thing. You're only, with, you're only with somebody if you believe that person is what you're worth. That is so true, dude. If you're with somebody, it's because you believe that person is what you're worth. So... If you're not with somebody, it's because you believe you're with someone better. Or you want to you want to help. But or it could mean that you're being a pussy and you're afraid to try to take risks. So don't be that person. Okay? Take risks. Live your life. Don't give a fuck. Give a fuck. Do everything, man. Seriously, be as fucking well-balanced as you can, man. And that's it, man. That's all I want to talk about today. And I uh, hope you guys have a fucking great uh, Labor Day weekend coming up. I uh, hope you guys have a great September. Uh, stay level-headed. And fucking... Uh, Win the week. Win the month, motherfuckers. Win the year, okay? Because we have only a couple months left. Win the fucking year. I love you guys. See you guys soon. Peace.